0: movie fans welcome to cold and trash horror movie grind podcast i am your host ian this is the show in which we grind on the absolute worst horror and sci-fi movies we can find and make fun of just how bad they are as well as praise the good cool classics that have been lost throughout time now get ready because we're about to dive real deep inside of hollywood's dumpster in search of the good the so bad it's good and the fucking ugly Put on your seatbelt, grab a beer or two, and enjoy the show. Yeah, what up? Yeah, we got another episode of and Trash Horror Movie Grind. What's up? I'm Ian on and Trash Horror Movie Grind. Today we are doing... From Beyond, from 1986, director Stuart Gordon, starring Jeffrey Combs, Ted Sorrell, Ken Forey, and the fabulous Barbara Um uh, Yeah, so this is a more Lovecraftian film, uh, less trash, more cult. Uh, like I said, Stuart Gordon's director, he did um, <laughs> What did he do? He did Reanimator. Uh, which is definitely a, a cult favorite uh, among a lot of people. This came out one year later. And um, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Uh, join me uh, back from last uh, last week. Uh, the other Ian from ha- my other podcast, Having Beer with Ian. What's up, Ian?
1: How's it going, Ian? It's good to see you as always.
0: Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, welcome back to the show. Thank you. What'd what you drink two weeks tonight, in a row? Ian? Yeah, I mean, this is the this uh, is the happy year with Ian
1: podcast now.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, shit. I should have worn it's that a,
1: shirt. It's a it's a. Remember when Eminem used to take over MTV back in like two thousand three? Like all Eminem Day. That's what this is. Oh, yeah. All Ian all Day on the oh, cult okay. trash. Oh Airbnb man, grind. is
0: that Modelo? I see. Yeah, you're back to Modelo time. Mm-hmm. Nice. If I knew that, I would have queued up the music. Well, you know what uh, that means, get- that
1: means uh, today was payday. <laughs>
0: oh <laughs> Nothing nice. Cheap for this nice. Guy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got carbach It's a uh, local here in Austin brewery, double IPA, pretty good shit. Nice, nice like the colors. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, have you ever seen this movie from Beyond before? Uh,
1: no, I hadn't seen it till uh, till till you brought it up to me. Uh actually just watched it yesterday. Uh, I was pretty pretty uh, pretty pleased with it. I was pleased with uh, the yeah, it. right. Oh.
0: It's it's yeah. pretty f- fairly unknown, I'd say. Uh, so you enjoyed it? Nice. Yeah, I,
1: I gotta I gotta say that's uh, you know i i've seen I've seen Resonators do worse, but it, you know it, it was still pretty bad. you know <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we got some other people
0: here from I don't give a flick podcast. We got Johnny Blackburn. Um,
1: nope. I guess we don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John, Johnny's taking out the trash right now. He's a trash <laughs> man. I didn't
2: I didn't anticipate you coming to me uh a second.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and oh, he wanted, to get dinner. <laughs> he wanted that and last but not least lead in. He was waiting
0: to hear yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I I'm digging shirt, the shirt to Neil Breen.
2: Thank you, sir. It is a magical day. Uh it's 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 one of those days where you just sit inside listening nice, to the nice. rain and busting the shit out of laptops. Just wasting your money over and over again so those of you that <laughs> yeah. have been graced by the the presence of a neil breen film you will understand that reference yeah I, i've been i've been do
0: twisted pair on the show uh here somewhere. Oh, you better have
2: me, you better have me on for that okay
0: we'll do, we'll I, would, do.
2: I would i would dissect the shit out of that uh, uh
0: l- let me let me ask you uh what about from beyond is uh, have you seen this before
2: yeah, you know what was funny is I actually had seen this before. I was wow. shocked. It, so this was my introduction to Terror Tuesdays at Drafthouse when they actually oh, had okay. it day at, at, at the Ritz. Yeah, so my first time going to this, I was probably 21 or 22. Uh, I got super shwasted with a couple buddies, and we had heard some rumors As about it do. being a lot of yeah. fun. Exactly. And so then we went and, and had a blast. And I didn't really remember a ton of it, but once it started and then I saw that um whatever the name is not the reanimator but the name of the machine that they were using um once i saw that with the the pink and purple lights i was like holy shit i actually have seen this Mm -hmm. it's been a decade but you know yeah it was you you know throwing down memory lane
0: speaking of lights so this is a common conversation we have on both this podcast that you've been on and your podcast that i've been on is we like talk about Colors and lights and cinematography yeah. and stuff. This is this is this is one of the
2: the better ones, I'd say. It is, it is, you know. And you, 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 you see. And I'll wait to get into a full dive, of yeah. the Script when we get further in, but you know, you appreciate when those directors with the smaller budgets actually attempt, especially with a, a script like this. This is it's pretty bare bones. You know, there's not really a mm-hmm. lot to it. Um, you appreciate when they actually put in a lot of effort and they actually, you know, they try to take the budget and actually make a color palette that actually looks good and makes a lot of sense. And it's actually artistic. Uh, it's rare to see that in these lower budget trash movies. So yeah. that's a nice surprise. You know, that's, that's uh, yeah. That's pretty
1: interesting. That's pretty interesting. Cause uh, they, you know, it, it was a low budget movie compared to the other movies at the time, what 2.5 right. million they made it for. The director, like no, they, they are, made it
3: for
0: uh, a little under six, but they only got like one million back.
1: <laughs> I got. I want. I want. Huh. I, I want to cite your sources because mine, mine, mine say two point five million. Yeah, no, exactly. That, more than that, that. That's a quote from the director himself. Well, so maybe, maybe maybe he's lying, but but he's. You his, look his it up. Was that? His point was that if if he, uh, if, if he had done it in America, if he had filmed it in America, then it would have been like a fifteen million dollar movie with the, in the same thing. So oh we, shit! <laughs> they, they they had filmed it in uh, in Italy, and he said he got away with mm. doing it for two point five million in Italy. Um, oh okay. On, on the Empire Studios lot, which was owned by some Italian horror director. Okay. Or something before that.
0: Well, let's get let's get back to that. Uh, that is interesting. I definitely read different. Go to the IMDb while I introduce our. We have got some other guests here, so I, I don't want them yeah all right. and so we'll get back to you let me introduce uh another guy coming back he's never left actually he um as soon as like i opened this this uh program this podcasting program he was here waiting for me sloan thompson's back he, he's never left what's up, sloan? up
4: i'm just admiring all of these jellyfish that are floating around me all in this wonderful space <laughs> But, you know, they they always want to attack, unless you have the magical subju, the best way to keep any uh, mythical creatures from attacking you. (laughs)
0: How's
4: how's everybody doing this evening? Oh,
0: yeah. (laughs) Nice.
4: Uh, How are you doing? Oh, you know, another beautiful evening, uh, getting ready to, well, right now while we're uh, recording this, it's getting ready to be the new year. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. This is the last day, well, second to last day of 2021. But by the time this comes out, it'll be March, the first week of March. So, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. New Year's has been a while. We're we're coming up on, um, well, Ian here and the value. He's coming up on Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras.
4: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just lost
2: yeah, yeah. and that's turned- what I think <laughs> about <laughs> that. He turned off
4: the resonator and he disappeared. I guess
0: he'll be back. He, uh, before we start recording, he was saying that his niece uh, and nephew were in the other room using up the, the, uh,
1: the internet. And oh, here he is. He's back. Hey. What, what hey. happened there? Oh, it's cool. I just, I uh, just kicked my nephew off Fortnite. So, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think we, sh- we should be good now. The the Uh, oscillator's
4: back on. You can tell with the purple.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All those lights. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. It's it's gone by itself. Ah! (laughs) Nice. Uh, So, let let me ask you, have you seen this movie
4: before? So, I have seen it. It was probably about, like, I want to say about five years ago. I was, you know... Uh, Random nights, you just want to watch a campy old school movie. So I was just kind of filtering through all of my genres. And I I like to fall asleep uh, watching horror movies. And, you know, they they say that's a a psychosis problem. But, you know, I love it. Uh, So, Mm. you know, it it makes the best of us. Okay. I I, I relish what goes thumping the night. (laughs) All uh, right you know uh and so yeah it was probably about you know five six years ago uh when i was reintroduced back into it i may have seen it a long time before it was very uh very familiar and you know i've seen reanimator ungodly amount of times and uh there's another movie by jeffrey combs that or that's has jeffrey combs that i've always liked and i talked about it once before on this podcast and that's Cellar oh, yeah. Dweller. That? i don't remember, remember that Uh, That's the one where he's an artist and, uh, or, I'm sorry, no, he, a demon is summoned and it gets trapped in in a uh, a sketch art. And this girl comes back and she starts uh, drawing and summoning it later after uh, he's disappeared for like two decades or something like that. And uh, yeah, it's not a great movie. It's definitely not Jeffrey Combs' top one and i mean it's definitely no jeffrey combs and frighteners or anything like that but yeah
0: okay all right cool cool um and uh being left in the uh in the dark uh waiting last as usual daniel's back in the house sorry, sorry to keep you waiting daniel how you doing i,
3: I heard the term uh, last but not least uh but i'll take last and least then uh <laughs> Good to see you guys, uh, Danny, the Google searcher, fantastic here, uh, has looked up um, the budget for the film. It says four point five million, and the box office is uh, one point two
1: mm. six million. Nice. Now, that's, that's on IMDb. Right now, now I want you to go down. I want you to scroll down on IMDb. Is that Wikipedia or IMDb? It is Where Wikipedia. Is I want you. I want you to go to IMDb. I want you to find a quote by the director. All right. Uh, what's his name? Something, Stuart. What's what's the guy's name? I, I can find a quote from anyone named Stuart about a budget. Okay. <laughs> anybody, anybody, anybody Stuart come- Gordon, Stuart Gordon. That's right. All right. So, yeah, Stuart, my sources have Stuart Gordon quoted saying, We did the movie for 2.5 million. They ran out of money actually at the last scene. The last scene, was I did crazy. hear that. That I did. It was supposed to be more, more uh, crazy, but as they did in Italy. With a with a whole Italian uh, crew, you know, and even a lot, a lot of like the extras, like the guy uh, right before the guy jerking off in the in the in the prison, the guy who's like mm-hmm. ah, he says something creepy out the you know in the jail in the uh, the mental ward. Oh you know, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a uh, D-list Italian actor from that era. Uh dude, oh, I nice. guess he, he knew enough English to get the line out, but uh, yeah. definitely that that Whoa. moment
4: definitely reminds me of. Uh, you know, Clarice walking through yeah, me uh too. To Hannibal Lecter and yeah. get Spider-Man in the face. I put that Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and this came out before that, so I can only assume that it was an influence. Yeah. Right. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, Daniel, have you seen this before? I had not, actually. Today was my very
3: first time seeing it shortly before the podcast. Oh, okay. Um, I actually had some good luck um, from also Ian. He uh, went ahead and sent the original short story out. Uh, right about the time that uh, that I was able to read it. So um, yeah, I didn't I get a chance to read right it right before, yet. right before watching the movie. And oh,
1: <laughs> very big differences there. But yeah, the the, the, the short story. If, if and you know, spoiler alert. If you haven't read the short story, uh, but it's not really a spoiler because most of the stuff happens in the movie in, anyway. But the spoiler alert is only. Uh, I mean, the the short story is only seven pages long. And it's actually uh, stops at the house, right? So they have a, uh, um, they have Doctor Pretorius doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's uh instead Tilling it's Gast. just, it's it's just what's that?
4: Tillinghast.
1: Yeah, it's just Tillinghast. He pretty much is Doctor Pretorius, and the, you know it's told from the narrator's perspective. He does never gets a name, but um, the guy the narrator says at the end, like he 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 killed Port, uh, or the guy suffered like a stroke or whatever killing gas chilling gas i can i can never remember these guys names He's, he mm-hmm. uh, but he suffered a, sh- a stroke and the other guy didn't tell the police the, the story as it happened because he thought they'd find him insane so this movie is almost like well what if he did tell them mm. tell them the story what would happen then and i i feel like that was there were some guys doing a lot of cocaine sitting around a table one day in 1984 uh discussing this script and and, and that's that was their starting point
0: yeah, you know the, this uh, this movie was based off a short story, which is a love uh, Lovecraft story, and that, that's not, that's the thing is that there's a lot of '80s movies and Metallica songs and the, the '80s that are based <laughs> off Lovecraft, which is kind of interesting because not so much '90s, not so much '70s, a lot of '80s. Um. But yeah, so there's this, there's, uh, what, what else? There's the thing that's Lovecraft. Well, the all, by, all
1: by the same, all by the same director based on Lovecraft and in order, you've got Reanimator, then From Beyond, both based on H.P. Lovecraft short stories. And you've got Castle Freak released in 1995 based this on one. a Lovecraft short 2004,
4: story. 2004 that, uh, Dagon came out?
1: 2001, actually. 2001. Dagon. Dagon came out but yeah that was the next one exactly good call and then the last one was is, is kind of a stretch it's a two ep- uh two episode double feature and if you remember that's that series Masters of Horror it was on like Showtime back in the day so it was like it was it was dreams in the witch house masters of horror so yeah he he wanted he envisioned this like hp lovecraft universe and that's why he got the same actors from uh yeah from well it's not
0: it's not him it's also there's a few others like just the thing and um who, I'm, i don't know why i'm blanking on his name i feel terrible but uh it's john carpenter john carpenter did the thing he did uh what, what else did he do Sloan helped help me out
2: they live um, the Halloween.
4: He, he's also done some of the the vampire movies. Uh, come on, um, <laughs>
2: John, oh, <laughs> vampires. Escaped John from New York.
1: John Carpenter's. Um,
0: vampires. Uh, no, no, he, he did. Uh... Fuck, God damn it! Anyway, let, let's just let's just play the trailer. <laughs> we're we we're, we're not professional here. <laughs> Every journey in begins in the used.
2: mind. A flight of imagination. A vision
0: of what might lie across the universe. Or within the deepest regions of the subconscious. Dr. Edward Pretorius is about to embark on such a journey.
4: You've got to turn it
3: off. Something's coming. <laughs> what the hell is that? I'm going to kiss you. These
0: special effects are both good and bad at the same time. what I, I think she should have way scared and everything that anything, uh, CGI. Get <laughs> you know? oh. Yeah, you oh,
2: have yeah. to
3: give. It- Oh, you have to give practical effects the credit that at least you can believe it. It's not like it's a digi wow moment where you see something that looks
1: like somebody drew it on the screen. It's there, it's just silly. So <laughs> oh. Humans are such Dude, easy That's a wacky prey. thing on that guy's forehead. <laughs> from the makers <laughs> that, of
4: Reanimator.
0: That's a good. From uh, beyond. Uh, what was it called? Uh, tagline Humans are such an easy prey. I like that.
4: Oh no, we lost him to the pineal whoa, gland. Whoa, oh shit!
1: Whoa,
4: whoa, whoa. <laughs> his, his senses are titillating. Topical. My pineal gland has taken over.
1: I'm so horny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me hump you.
3: <laughs> the podcast me. is going in a bad direction. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! No, let's let's go Just deeper. Kidding, Come on, guys. let's go.
2: Just keep keep digging.
1: Go,
4: go, going from that best quote of the movie. Got to turn when, around for that uh, one. Uh, when Barbara's character is trying to uh, you talk about all the the mental aspects and uh, the cops just like, so what about my heart on? <laughs> it's just like <laughs> hey, what about it Well
1: how does that explain my heart on okay and that that was a great performance by uh, Ken Forey okay mm-hmm. who is also you might remember him from Dawn of the Dead okay yes. in this movie okay. in this movie mm-hmm. he played uh, uh, Buford, Bubba something or other Bubba Buford yeah. But he he was he was one of my favorite character uh, actors in oh, in this I, film. Oh yeah, And and, and I, I I felt like this familiarity with him the whole time. Like oh I love this guy. Why do I feel so familiar with? I look him up. Eventually I I figure out he was the he was the dad on the Keenan and Kel show. Wait
0: what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he played. Really? Yeah, he was he played, oh, uh, I didn't
1: know he, that. On all that, yeah. He he played Roger Rockmore. No, not all that on the actual Keenan and Kel like the show with the Coolio intro. And I grew up on that shit. Uh, and he played Roger <laughs> Rockmore. And, uh, yeah, he's got this, he's the same guy. Uh, and they also did a movie that was, that, that was like a haunted house kind of bad horror movie that, 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 uh, they ended that whole series on, which kind of full circle brings it back to his beginnings in the, in the horror yeah. genre. But, uh, uh yeah,
0: yeah. Cool. I, I, I know him best. Well, not best from, but I, I like him in, uh, a scene that I'm about to put up, um, Oh hold on a second. <laughs> Sorry. Uh I, I like him from a movie and a scene that is right here. Come
2: on. Good, good, good. What you got for me? Well, we got these
4: bar rock chickens. Oh. Nice long legged. Roll out leg red. Yeah, He's aged like a bit. I
2: want to roll the Just rock. a tad. Yeah,
4: too. yeah, yeah. I want that
2: vest. So it looks good. Yeah, me too. I want that hat, not not Lego's hat. <laughs> I want I want that I want that, that guy's hat. that that guy's wife beater. Wow, very distinguished.
3: Do you fuck chickens?
1: What is this? This is like Clockwork Orange and Training Day <laughs> together. If it were based, you, you in ever a chicken? <laughs> I didn't know you fucked chickens. That's a full that fucking chicken. <laughs> Now, now I'm gonna <laughs> go. I'm gonna go drink some of my Malaco plus some of my Droogs, and y'all better chill the fuck out.
3: Fuck it. And go ah,
2: You yeah. accusing me of fucking a chicken, motherfucker? No, I ain't calling you chicken, <laughs> fucker, but over there looks sexy, sexy they're frustrated. And I don't approve of <laughs> <a> chicken. You know what he call me?
1: That guy's been in a bunch of shit. The guy with the nose have eyes. Face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nose yeah. yeah. have eyes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: So... Now, I, Bubba's great in this too.
0: Oh, yeah. So that was a clip from Devil's Rejects.
1: I thought that was oh, Devil's Rejects. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right.
2: He, he, he was the guy Rob Rob that, that uh, he was the best Red Zombie one. Classic. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's get it back. Let's get it back to this. Yeah. Let's get it back. All right. Um. So, this is a huge box office
2: bomb. Also, Ian, we're waving to your friends behind you. <laughs> For a second, was I thought like,
1: like you, you met me. I was
2: like, what? <laughs> what you do when
1: you, what you do when you kick a child off Fortnite? He, start, he, he starts popping up.
0: Bored, yeah, like up by, yeah.
1: I'm going uh, anyway. to watch out and make you watch from beyond. I'm going to give you nightmares. Okay, go ahead. Take, take <laughs>
0: Eldritch oh. Kindergarten.
4: There we go.
1: Okay, so
0: let, let's talk about this movie from a child's point of view, shall we? <laughs>
3: <laughs> let's do it. Well, well and that is the end of the podcast. That's all that
1: we can talk yeah. about today, I guess. So, so there was reverse <laughs> yeah.
4: birthing going on. In- <laughs> no,
1: okay. <laughs> no, okay. first Technical of all, difficulties. Ian, you brought up John Carpenter. Uh, earlier yeah. and I, I think that's great because i think i think uh this Stuart gordon drew a lot of influence from him especially in the in the intro scene because something that was very yeah. refreshing to me that you don't get as much these days is you, you see the mgm lion it's a nice 80s old school rawr, rawr, little video of the lion it's not an hd it's nice it's it's, it's it's grainy and it fades it, it, it's a it, it's either it's a a direct fade right into the beginning, the opening prologue of the movie, the scene. You don't know if the movie started or if this is a prologue. You don't know if the opening credits are ever going to run, and and that that's very similar to uh, to John Carpenter's Halloween, where you got the the first person view of the kid in the mask walking into the house, and and it's just like setting the stage. And then once the first big murder happens, you get the the opening credits, and you're like, oh shit, all right, we're in for it now. And it gives you a little, you, you can kind of breathe a little <laughs> bit.
0: No. Set yeah, when uh, Daniel Hugh was he was watching it earlier, like he said, and he actually texted me when he did. And he said that, yeah, that uh, that they have they just start right away, like they waste no time. You were saying something like that, right, Daniel?
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, basically, it was just like, yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and start the whole movie right here, right in the crazy. Like, here's the monsters. Here's what we're doing. Gonna kill a guy and tear off his head. There we go. Monsters. This is the whole movie, and uh, yeah, it-, it, got, it got crazy from there. But uh, based on the short story, that was like they did the whole thing in like a two minute chunk.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And and it, and it wasn't it wasn't exactly an in medias race uh, start like in the middle of the action start. It they had a little build up with the the guy knocking on the doctor's door and doctor it it works. But but you know what scene does anybody know and, and here here trivia question. What scene was, was the first scene they cut out of this movie uh that, that was supposed to take place at like the doctor was behind the door doing this action and then the guy he comes and knocks and says, It's working and then they, they leave. anybody anybody know? Oh, totally has to be something bondage, right? It's it's definitely it's, it's it's in it's in the realm of BDSM, but it's not at, uh it. it, it it, it almost, you know, absolutely much. I get, nobody, nobody knows, huh? We got the... So Just guess this. He, he, uh, he was nailing uh, someone, like a girl's tongue. He was nailing a girl's tongue to like a wooden board or something, right? Damn, and and the MPAA good. made them cut that out, right? Okay. Wouldn't sure. that have been a cool way to start it? But, but That awesome. but then, you know, it it would
4: exactly have been awesome. The later aspect of what he says to Tillengast is the monstrosity, yeah. yeah. I mean, not Tillengast, but uh, Petrorius.
1: Yeah, yeah. cuz they don't yeah. you never really get an idea uh like from that first video you can't really tell if it's like this is something that they agreed upon. like remember the the BDSM video yeah. that they find right and you got the the lady she's
0: she's yeah, like, like I whipping I her yeah.
1: yeah yeah you and but but she's also like making out with them and you, she kind of smiles at one point and you can't really tell is this was he doing this consensually but then later uh the 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 the, the main character uh Crawford is that what was his name Crawford something mm-hmm. yeah he uh he ends up he says oh it always start it it always ended with screaming you know he was bringing well, girls over every night and they always ended with screaming and it, even that was a little like I, I think he was just better about being cuckold every night no 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 it it was definitely meant to be portrayed as as uh, non consensual like he was a he was a uh what what you might call a rapist uh <laughs> and, and but yeah. they kind of like tiptoed around it <laughs> they never just like hit the nail on the head so to speak. Because the MPAA wouldn't let him, you know. Yeah, the MPAA needs to be disbanded. So that's a story for another day. Yeah. they played with a with lot that. of weird stuff
3: with uh with that entire character of Praetorius because they also mentioned that like he was a eunuch, um, yeah. and that that's what made him so bitter and that he didn't understand anything about women and like they got kind of weird about it though, kind of like. I, like, oh, but he can steal your knowledge and he can learn how to how to please a woman by eating your brains. Like, it, <laughs> what are they going into with that?
1: OK, now, correct <laughs> me. I think he was only considered a eunuch once he had merged with it, with the the other being from beyond. I don't think he was a know. eunuch prior I, to dying. I, I feel uh, like they were talking about
4: that, that he had an an issue with his, uh, you know, sexual organ. And so that's yes. why he was trying to find uh, euphoria through all the other senses because his physical uh, you know, member wasn't working appropriately. And uh Tilengast even says, You don't know how to love. And when he's chasing yeah. him downstairs as the monstrosity, he's like Tillingast is running down the stairs, he's just like, Well, maybe you can show me how to love and it's just like, Oh, that's 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 a weird, weird statement. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden the court yeah. screws the head off and it's like, Oh God. Let me give
0: you a kiss. Yeah, here's my thing: is that like, what what is the message? Do you think that they're trying to drive home with this movie? Like, we're going
1: we're going big picture, huh?
0: What was What's the story that they're like? We need to tell this. Is it like?
1: Is like, Barbara, like, Barbara
0: is this needs just to like... be
1: seen in, in a dominatrix outfit. That's, <laughs> oh, what, that's yeah. what this was about. Barbara Crompton needs to be... That's is a bad that... message.
0: But I mean, also, BDSM is shameful. Like, like, we're just gonna like shame all the kinks and everything. Except Barbara Krams.
4: Ultimate picture is whenever you're hung up and whenever you're hung up in bondage, you can always use eldritch horrors uh, from ethereal dimensions to help cut you <laughs> the loose. <laughs> there was
3: a I mean, lot of weird Deus Ex Machina type things that happened in this that just like, yeah. hey, this totally works, it, which included the precision of wrist biting um, eels, I guess, uh, from other dimensions.
2: Eel worms with the, <laughs> with, the verti- but,
1: with the with the vertical but, vagina mouths. You're talking about the the phallus yes. things with like vagina mouths. As the imagery there was great, a lot of
2: like imagery in this film. There, is, there's there's there was just like <laughs> a, pretty
0: much like this. This movie could have been just called a uh, just dicks. Like there's
2: I've seen that movie. It's not as good. <laughs> I mean, do you really think that there was a deep underlying message of this? I mean, you know, you look at something like it follows, and that actually, you know, was talking about, you know, they 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 were trying to harp on STDs a little bit and not being uh, careful with safe sex and shit. But I don't I don't necessarily know if when they were writing this, if it if they really had like a deep meaning behind it. Well, the the only natural you know? progression from the know. short
1: story fr- from the short story to the to the mm-hmm. uh, sexual uh, actions of of this of this film, uh, it seems like the the is does anybody look this up? Is the pineal gland the pineal gland? Is that is that actually related the, to sexual pleasure? Yeah, well, it's back here too. So first of all, okay, if that thing was growing this way, it would be going through like your central cortex, your fucking frontal lobe. It would it would pretty much like reverse lobotomy you
2: be very painful by
1: the time it got out yeah like like you so you'd be like you know fucking horny and all-seeing but but you wouldn't know how to speak english anymore you know you wouldn't know how to wipe your own ass anymore either like there's various things the functions that you would lose if that pineal gland actually just went through your brain so i mean i don't know that's that maybe call that call that just me being a little nitpicky on it but
4: so when when you're talking about rewriting the brain and all that stuff uh so huge aspect that ends up getting actually brushed under the rug for the ultimate part of the movie um uh, so barbara's character works trying to keep uh people out of the insane asylum because her father was lost to due to uh uh just brain uh disorientation and just dis- disintegration i guess I, I don't know the word i'm looking for yeah that, that, that was a motivation but degradation right? that's what i'm looking yeah. for and, I, uh, I, gotta, so I gotta interrupt, interrupt you real quick
0: uh, sorry, it was, just, it was hilarious of how, like, that, I, I was just eating up the, the character development of how it started out with her just saying, I hate locking up schizophrenics. And it's like, okay, but it's like, I hate it. But, okay, that's cool. But you don't understand, I hate locking up schizophrenics. Okay. And then halfway through the movie, she's like, my dad was schizophrenic. It was like, oh, now we understand. It all comes full
3: circle. It's cyclical. It <laughs> so the, all they, comes
1: back around. Yep. Just shoved it down your throat. A masterful yeah. display of breadcrumbs being placed. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible to, to foresee. So now <laughs> we
0: understand her motive. But anyway, so, sorry about that. It's long no again. worries.
4: So it, it, it's, with, with everything that you just brought up there, Uh, so the major thing with the head nurse, like, Ends up wanting to do shock therapy just because of like she that feels so callous against much. her. <laughs> yeah. It's just like doctor, why should we do this? And you listen to the doctor.
1: <laughs> the doctor
4: is it. It's like <laughs> I don't.
1: I don't think that's legal. Shut up. <laughs> All right. So so uh, funny. Funny thing. All right. As when we're talking about a doctor, I think her name's Doctor Block. Doctor Bloke. Yeah. Doctor Block. Something like that. Uh, she's played by uh, I think Eve- Evelyn Purdy is her name, but but. Regardless, uh, that name is based on Robert Block, who is the author of uh, the book that the movie Psycho was based on. Okay, that's where they that's where they got that name. A uh, full circle, um, Barbara Crompton ended up in a movie directed or a short a short film directed by uh, Stuart Gordon, uh, that was a combination of, of Reanimator meets Psycho, where she played like the main the 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 early. Uh, girl that shows up at the hotel and dies right uh just pretty interesting how they had you know they obviously kept those same influences throughout 40 odd years because that that short just came out recently hmm. uh but yeah that's that's dr dr block also yeah played by carolyn purdy uh Carly purdy gordon now she also played she looked familiar to me are any of y'all fans of the movie space truckers
0: Yes. I, 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 so the, I, I know Stuart the Gordon? song by Deep Purple. <laughs>
1: you, uh, you got to watch Space I guess truckers the based on the song. <laughs> no, no, no Space truckers. Yeah, watch watch way. Space truckers directed by uh oh, Okay, okay. But it's directed by the, uh Stuart Gordon, right? And uh Carolyn Pretty Gordon has a great role as 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 Delia in the in the movie uh but yeah, yeah I won't, I won't give too much away. That's not what this episode is about, but I just go see space truckers it's uh she, she has a much better role in space truckers that she does in this film. okay
0: okay so
1: uh, let's see what what else I,
0: i've got another clip which is fun which is pretty crazy i'll just put that on now
1: That's a big dick. Tell me that's supposed to be phallic, right there? Is this from beyond Is this from Beyond or is this from, from, or is this from uh, Powder? What movie is this? Then that, that that does remind me of the thing, though, as well as what you were saying, Carpenter. oh uh, no, yeah,
0: yeah, the, spe- the effects, the, the practical the effects,
4: to mind. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's the, the way that they animate the face is actually really good with this creature.
0: Yeah, I so, see. That's a, that's the thing. Oh, some some of the practical effects
3: are really good. Some of them are really bad. In this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't like the uh, the little fly popcorn thing that they have going on there. It doesn't I don't know what they're doing, but like it looks like they're throwing little tiny bits of styrofoam onto somebody with like a whole bunch of static electricity on their body.
4: <laughs> when 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 they envelop Bubba. Yep. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah that was really bad.
3: Cool, except he's still like moving around. He's, he's doing okay, but like don't you know you can't help him or anything.
1: Oh, but but by the time he was done though, by the time they were done with him, he was just laying there like a. Like it was just his head sticking out and <laughs> hey, like a pile uh, hold, of chicken hold bones.
3: Hold on, hold on, oh, what, it's look at,
0: so what, what a dick it is. It is so oh, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Oh god.
2: I didn't know Predator was in this ship.
1: <laughs>
2: and let me tell you, let me tell you, and
1: this is the best time to say this, this entire movie, is an, al- this, this entire movie is an allegory for uh, taking shrooms. <laughs> That's what this movie is. You unlock the pineal gland, you get a little horny, whole world for yeah. what it is you, you, you yeah, break true. down all the yeah. barriers you, you see uh, shit every- that's not there yeah everything's pretty you, you exactly. start to notice you start to notice what the cats are, are, are looking at and the dogs are barking at in the dark that's a direct <laughs> quote from the More H-P of a B- in my opinion so did
3: anyone else notice the sound of somebody ringing a triangle during that last scene because that's not the first <laughs> like really silly sound that they put into it they used a xylophone earlier on in the um film like just Hmm. Run straight across the xylophone. Oh, and dude! The, like, the, he bit his head off like a gingerbread man. I'm just, I'm just wondering what they're doing <laughs> with the instruments.
1: Oh, dude! The, the sound is is crazy in this in this movie. They uh, early in the hospital scenes, they actually use uh the sound of the doors opening from on the Star Trek uh, original series Enterprise. Dude, uh, I didn't
3: notice that. Yeah, it's twice. So fun.
1: It's like, whoosh, whoosh, you know. I didn't notice uh, that one. That's great. Yeah, so many crazy sounds. Uh, and yeah, like, and it's weird because one they use it once in, nor- in regular order, and then the second time they use it, they actually reverse the sound file so that it goes plays backwards to forwards, and then, you know? Oh, yeah.
3: hmm. um, so- Wait, so question for you. Is everyone done touching slimy, dead, naked guys? Because you can turn that thing off and, like, not turn it on again. <laughs> well
4: it would, can, can it you would turn find itself
2: a, on to be fair. So
4: can you you find the point where uh they're they're wheeling in the uh into the insane asylum uh the guy on the gurney and then he starts uh <laughs> uh <tilling> gas starts <laughs> like sucking out the uh the brains through the eyeballs. Mm-hmm. That's pretty
0: good. <laughs> yeah, I looked, I looked for, for that
2: I looked for that scene, I, I couldn't find it. That's the best part. Ian, so, question for you then. You just said a minute ago that you Mm. thought that some of the effects weren't very well done. And I was curious, which ones in particular were you referring to? Because I think that's the strongest point of this movie, to be quite honest. Well, like
0: what we just saw, it was really good. Uh, The ones that were bad, well, I wouldn't say bad, but not as good that, like, you could. I'll I'll list them. You tell me if it's good or bad.
1: I'll list them. You tell me if it's good or bad. The basement, uh, Worm, yeah, see that that what I was about I was about to get there. Yeah. That one that one. Yeah. I wouldn't
0: say it's bad. I wore but my guar like, shirt for it. I love, yeah, I I love that's not that, that bad. Worm. That wasn't worm. bad. Yeah. Da, Daniel this...
2: paused the movie and put it on his guar shirt. <laughs> I get, I get, I don't know. I don't know who the makeup and SFX team was for this, but mm-hmm. I mean I thought they were on the level of, you know, fucking alien and the fly and all the other big budgets that were back in the 80s it was the prosthetics were fantastic the makeup puppeteering was it was just amazing um yeah i mean i thought that was the by far Uh, i I think that like the thing where he's at
0: the very beginning when he's holding the thing it it was like he was just like obviously just holding just a giant fish eel thing and he's like that that was that was (laughs) kind of kind of bad Um. yeah just uh, some parts weren't as good as other parts I'll say that I wouldn't say anything was bad but it just wasn't as good as others I think that like the thing is so much better than this movie as far as practical
1: effects go. you know what the thing doesn't I I I don't think the thing tries to be as adventure the thing doesn't have like things floating midair and it's like can, can you see the strings I can't see the strings you know, so it's like there's other things that this is uh, bringing to the table than the thing did as far as special effects goes. You know, yeah, yeah.
2: Um,
0: so, just a second, only... my, my uh, oh. laptop battery is dying. I'll, I have to grab my charger real quick. Be... All, All right, right. so anybody? So go... I'm, oh, I was it.
4: just going to put out there, uh, the only uh negative aspect towards the uh, uh, the physical part of the cinematography was uh, when it's uh, the two of them fighting in the same body, and there's no like support of puppetry anymore. And it's literally just two bodies, like flitting in the uh, in the rubber suit. Yeah. I love and that because that, 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 that kind of got a little little weird. Okay, but
2: yeah, I, yeah. I, I love Otherwise, that too. <laughs> I thought that was yeah, hilarious. I, honestly, I, I think
1: <laughs> I, I think it was like a continuation or extension of of the the thing with two backs, so to speak. You know, the creature with two backs, where it's just like it almost was like sex in a way, where uh, you know, P-Petorius was past the point. Of of you know man woman uh third dimensional being who cares like let's just touch and get into each other and then absorb each other and be the same consciousness and you know you can almost say Petorius was the good guy in this movie like cause, cause, <laughs> because 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 <laughs> because like the way it looks to us with with our eyes and our universe it's like oh they're monsters dude they're killing you yeah they they killed you they cut your head off but you but they absorbed you and let your consciousness
4: you became uh,
1: haven't have an equal role in in the existence with the consciousness of it or the other which i mean the, who knows what way, that is the, the way that the I'm short story also, actually
4: yeah. uh, shared everything uh so when the narrator is talking about uh tillingast's character uh who is technically this version of uh you know patorius but so in the book's version, uh, he's looking at him. And once the resonator's like finally starting to warp his mind and cause everything, all the senses to go into the, like the millions, uh, they talk about how like he he's like a celestial group of stars with just flames for eyes and stuff like that. And that was, oh, yeah, that was pretty epic. And it's just like, I mean, there's an unfathomable <laughs> amount of, uh, you know, Different levels of, you know, cognizance and variations of existence. I don't know how to really explain that option, but I I, I love that piece of information.
1: Well, and it's funny to, to think that these ideas are getting proven more and more every day through quantum physics. That that Lovecraft yeah, was, was, yeah. was putting out there in 1927 when this when the story was made. Yeah, so it's almost that, like
0: yeah, exactly. The the story is definitely ahead of its time. I'd say. This is, is like, a, uh, and just like thing, like we could only see so little of the light spectrum. And honestly, like it could,
1: e- it, it could easily be a, a prohibition themed Rick and Morty episode. If you, if you took it from the, from the source material. That. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm it's surprised I haven't done that yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Morty,
2: you're a lot of drink alcohol.
1: So <laughs> well, we can see all the creatures. <laughs> Sloan. Flying elephants.
0: Uh, so you last night you were texting me, and you were telling me about how a there you found a sequel to this movie. Yes, tell us about so, that. Which I watched it. I watched it after you told me about it, and I'll I mean, say I didn't really enjoy. It.
4: I'm gonna put it out there. Those texts were consensual, and <laughs> unlike this film. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, yes, uh, there is a more recent uh, adaptation that is a sequel. uh, It's Killing Gast's son uh, that continues on with the work uh, at Miskatonic University where uh, they were... Yeah, the son that he never had
0: in the first movie, by the (laughs) way.
4: Right? They they never (laughs) talked about their background. No, 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 but...
1: Miskatonic U is actually a, uh, a Lovecraft uh, canon thing. Like, there's Miskatonic University, is a fictional mm-hmm. university that that yeah, shows yeah, up well, in various it, Lovecraft
4: It, it was and, actually talked stories. about in in the in the film. Uh, Miskatonic who's where uh, both of uh, uh, Tillengast and Pretorius both worked and were student of, and so, uh, but so he ends up the son of killing gas tilling guest ends up finding uh the blueprints for the work recreates everything and kind of starts the same way you know uh his uh person who's helping him ends up uh getting his head eaten off by this ethereal tentacle monster this one's a lot more about tentacles and there's literally a section in the movie like it's only an hour long an hour and six minutes and uh it's uh the the kid at he still brings all of his friends to come check out this thing, and he's just like, you know, don't move or they'll see you. And uh, at first, it starts off serious, but then it just gets ridiculous to where they're all just like, they've all got shotguns and they're just blasting all these eldritch fish. So, yeah,
0: it's pretty
4: dumb. It, it, now, it, those it effects were bad. <laughs> it, <laughs> well, it, it, yeah. It did okay. <laughs> but you can't uh, look whole, at it like whole a feature concept, film though the whole concept of it uh ends up looping around uh to where when he uh they they talk more about uh so they actually used a radioactive uh catalyst in this one and it was able to actually not just remove the barrier but it was able to infiltrate uh time and space at at this point and so uh it caused a paradox to where uh when he goes back at the very end everybody else is alive again. is it's like the weekend before, but his father is also one of the students there, uh, that comes up in their group of friends. And it's just like, what the fuck? So, Wait, paradox. Uh, it, see, it, see,
1: so I, I, didn't, I didn't watch this. Uh, I, I did hear about it recently, like, cause Ian, Ian texted me about it, but, uh, I, I did, I did see some clips and look up some information on it. Apparently it was, uh, originally two episodes of a, of a TV series that had, that was postponed due to COVID. So they took these two episodes and they merged them together to be a movie, right? Like a and th- that they released on DVD, straight to DVD kind of movie thing, uh, and, and it it seemed like a, a pretty good idea at the time, I guess. But but the, the the 3D special effects, the CGI of the same thing, the worms that Ian that Ian was just talking shit about. Those I'm worms. over here. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> a point where I won. <laughs> those, I can't I don't know how mirrors work those, but those <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know but, but, but those flying uh dick vagina worms that uh you saw you saw yeah. look so fake I thought they looked great compared to the CGI worms in this in this so-called Yeah story. well yeah. You know? yeah yeah um I I'll, I'll go back to my
0: my color scheme that I'm always talking about um okay so the cinematography the lights in in this movie the some made me watch he put he literally put a gun to my head and he said you have to watch this movie um <laughs> it, it's it brain. pissed me off the the cinematography pissed me off so much like <laughs> like there, there's so many parts where like there's all all the characters just standing outside in a circle and the dialogue is just as bad and uh, they're talking they're they're talking like people usually talk you know A bad movie. (laughs) They're like the kids from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Like, they're they're ready to die. We're all talking in a circle one at a time. Just like this. But it's like there's extreme amount of sunlight like right here. It's it's an insane amount of sunlight. It's like the sun is right here. It's just like half of their face is just white pretty much. And it was just off. It, it pissed me off.
1: Like, I was, right, like, now, I was really now- angry about this. We could talk shit on the lighting all day, right? We could talk shit on the new age lighting. I'm going to talk um, – you know, I, I like From Beyond the original. I'm going to talk shit on the From Beyond lighting because there's one scene in particular that really irked me when I first watched it. And that that was when they, they first show up to the uh, to 666 Benevolent Street, right? <laughs> the, the original – original location. <laughs> that's that's the actual address too. Six 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 Benevolent Street. That's the address of where the doctor's lab was in his house where he would whip his women. But see, they walk in and they start they start walking around like, oh, I don't know where I am. She trips over some wires and shit like there's no lights on. You can see sharp edged shadows on the wall you can see light coming in through the windows it's clearly daytime it's the, matter act- of the
2: middle of the day yeah
1: yeah and they're, they're acting like they're acting like they can't see shit and then uh you know she goes over to the light switch she's like fucking with it she's like hey you know where the circuit breaker is and then you know our our, our good pal uh roger rockmore the the father of keenan thompson uh <laughs> he, he, he he's holding a flashlight and you could barely tell that the flashlight's even on the the light switch. It's it's the light is it's obviously well lit in there, and and he's just holding a flashlight on her, and then they turn around there and they're they're like, oh, where did the guy go? And they're like looking in random directions. You know, where did uh, underneath the, the couch,
3: couch behind yeah. behind open underneath doors the
2: couch, in <laughs> yeah, the well, toilet? <laughs> you know, just it's, it's, it's like it's <laughs> like
4: python. <laughs> <lunch ride> <laughs> <No, God. laughs>
2: very much life of Brian. Yeah.
4: Check his trousers. No, no, that, that's meaning
2: of life, not life of Brian. Of life. Oh yeah, no, he, of said life. Bonnie, he said money. He said money python.
0: So yeah, yeah, I'm, it's meaning of uh, life, not media, life for Brian. Light,
1: lighting wise, lighting yeah. wise, Barry Lyndon. This movie is not okay.
0: <laughs> nice. I, I, I love, I love a good Barry Lyndon reference when I see one. Uh, all right, well, uh, I guess it's about that time we get into. The, what I brought you all in for in the first first place, which stars. is yeah. uh, the props that I give you. So, what would you say would be a good uh, wait? What, no, what was wait, that? Is that
1: just me? Did you just send that to me, or was I was everybody supposed to do it? I thought everybody. Was
0: supposed to do it. <laughs> and he's gone. Anyway, so <laughs> um yeah so what what, what do we got for a good prompt um, let's uh like a sequel a prequel remake what what have you um johnny we'll, we'll let you go first what you got
2: for a sequel on this one jeez uh well, I certainly would not ever direct or fund a sequel to this uh especially in today's day and age with the uh uh constant. <laughs> uh you know beating and and raping of people um that's just just good yeah for all. i think uh <laughs> what do you mean and no it's not <laughs> an and That's blatantly obvious that's what they're doing get the fuck out of here uh i i don't know i mean i would i would say probably an entertaining sequel just from my mindset i don't I don't fucking know. Um, why don't you come back to me? I'm gonna th- I'm gonna think on it here. For a I,
0: I you had like two weeks to to play this <laughs> out,
2: and I can name uh, I can name a slew of times you've come on my podcast and not read the prompt and asked me to repeat my same question two or three times. So I give me one second. time, <laughs> one, one time. It's Sloan been what you way more than one time. Ah oh, shit!
4: <laughs> so he had two weeks. I had two days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I definitely have to say that uh, there wasn't enough Eldritch Horror going on at the Insane Asylum. So, uh, <laughs> you know, hey, so, all right, I got something. So oh, what, if people who, what, if, what if the people who have had their brains sucked out ended up, uh, the, the hollowness ends, uh, ends up uh, being taken over by these ethereal creatures, and they're able to, like, go in and, like, you know, re Life, And then they start going through and, uh, you know, going through, doing thriller, Michael Jackson zombie across the town. I have no fucking clue.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny. You Daniel, say thriller. Gonna... It's funny. You say thriller. It's funny. You say thriller. It's funny. You say thriller because you were uh, it I is Johnny. Johnny, you were you were uh, harping on the makeup artist earlier saying, hey, good makeup. Guess guess what else the makeup artist worked on? What's the that? music video for Michael Jackson's Thriller.
2: Oh, no way!
1: I can't give you his name. I don't know his name. I can't give you his name. But he worked on Michael Jackson's Thriller. Totally I can tell infamous. you that, full <laughs> fact. Stop. Hundred percent. I'm sorry for cutting in on Daniel. Go to <laughs> it.
3: No, I'm glad to know that. Um, again, we don't need to name names. Rick Apparently, Baker. we're not going to. So we know. Even though it's a fact, we're not gonna. We're not gonna try to look for them fine.
1: Look, you can look it up. Everybody, look it up. Tell me I'm wrong. You keep saying
3: that. No one's going to do it. Um, no, <laughs> So, Ian, I think that what I'd like to do is um, I'd like to do something of a, of a twist on this actual movie and have uh, Doctor Pretorius be more successful. So. Okay. I'd like to see... I'd like to see roles reversed. I'd like to see this alternate dimension be something that Dr. Pretorius invades uh, doing the, the whole start of the movie and then preys upon and uses them for his sick pleasures, um, abuses them, pulls these other people into this dark realm. You know, this is not necessarily uh, the worst place possible like it's imagined, you know, with the elder chores there, but maybe... Praetorius is the Eldritch horror in their dimension. Um, I like the idea of pulling people from from our plane of existence into this other plane of existence and having everybody turn out as a horrible demonic demon and having him orchestrating the whole thing. And even when. even when like Crawford comes over who's got, you know, a good heart and trying to work against him, he's still viewed as this demonic horrible thing because of everything Pretorius has done inside of this other dimension or inside mm-hmm. of this other plane of existence. So, yeah, I'd like to see the the roles reversed where Pretorius follows through with his big thing. You know, he was trying to stimulate his sexual desire, he was trying to um see something that no one else did he was trying to live be alive and basically by the end of it it sounds like he wants to be a god let him have it let him have it and let him drag these other people into it as he tries to take over this whole other existence and let him be the bad guy more than the the fact that these are like you know the the things that exist on this other plane of existence are all meh, 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 meh. but like imagine if when we went over there we had like i don't know guns for hands or uh <laughs> lasers shooting out of our eyes at all times that just slaughtered things or just everything that we did mm-hmm. killed everything around us
0: so tired, you think like, that would liberation. be a good
3: movie god well i don't i, I think three, it three would be a good movie yes <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I had a very hard time. I get what you saying a prequel or a sequel? Because I I heard enough. Yeah, about I mean, how, how can they you end this movie besides like, the one
0: sequel that does exist that sucked?
3: Yeah, that's um, why I was like, well, I'd like to see it instead of the idea that you actually succeed at this horrible task that you have going on, and your mm-hmm. sick desires are fulfilled, and as you drag other people into it, they've got to try to fix it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like yeah. just the idea of a reversal of roles, but same level of horror, but it's, make us into the horrible people. Not it's actually kind of what the
0: the actual sequel is. Uh, that there's like the another guy came and tried to be God. Like he literally said that he's like, I want humans to be gods, and yeah.
3: But oh. yeah, good, good pitch, good pitch. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I hope um, mine turns out better than that one.
0: Have y'all seen a movie called Cool World?
1: Yeah. 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 Cartoons. Everybody it's it's, it's yeah. a Roger Rabbit for uh, cool people. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, Roger yeah.
4: Rabbit is for cool people. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> people it's a great movie. Look,
1: it's like people who are like, hey, have you seen Roger Rabbit? Like, oh, yeah, but have you seen Cool World? It's like, no. Nah, so that's the, it, that's the yeah. dynamic. I, I want yeah.
0: Very, very, very briefly, tell us a plot for Cool World. Uh,.
1: What, what was it? Brad Pitt is a cartoon. He gets laid. <laughs>
4: <All right>. Beautiful.
1: <laughs> uh, not exactly.
0: So it, it's a oh, cool world is about if you haven't seen it, it's about a cartoonist, not Brad Pitt. He's, he's another guy. But no, you know, he's cra- Brad
1: Pitt, right? Brad Pitt's in that movie, right?
0: Brad Pitt is in that movie. Yes.
1: But <laughs> he gets laid, right? And he gets laid, right?
0: at the very end though okay. that's, okay. that's the whole start, point is that there's a rule because he's done. human and he can't have sex with the cartoons yeah but well, um yeah so we. <laughs> 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 um yeah so there's a cartoonist who's like he has visions of this cartoon world this other world that doesn't exist in another dimension and uh, so he, he writes comic books and then he gets sucked into this world and finds out there's a real world that actually does exist. He didn't create it, it actually does exist. So, my thing is that in back to what, what movie we're talking about, um, what, what are I'm we from beyond? Rock um, <laughs> <That's a rabbit. laughs> and Rabbit. From beyond, he, the resonator turns on this this doorway between worlds so you see where i'm coming from coming from here uh Who basically this cartoonist this cartoonist goes into another world when the resonator is turned on and then he is in this other alternate dimension where people look like cartoons because they're two-dimensional and then he has sex with a hollywood and she comes out and wrecks havoc. And it's the apocalypse. And yeah, you'll see cool. <laughs> 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 you
1: just pulled you just a plot from one movie and you just blended them together.
0: That's yeah. what I do. If, if, you, if you watch this show, <laughs> I've that's what I tend to do. I, I tend to do that a lot. Um, But uh, Johnny, did you ever come up with anything?
2: Yeah, I was thinking, actually, just kind of playing it back on what I had mentioned with uh, It Follows earlier. I don't know. It might be kind of interesting to use this as a prequel to It Follows, kind of mm. thinking along the same lines okay. as if these. So kind of think along the same lines, if these monsters are already beginning to transfer their subconscious and whatnot or take over these people's bodies, whatever. Over time, they're able to become shapeshifters i guess with you know let's see when was it follows when did that come out mid 20 teens this 86 so over a span of 30 years you know maybe uh they've evolved to the point that mm. they can constantly shapeshift into these just everyday people and you know you have the point yeah of, uh they're already going into the um their victims minds uh and that's exactly what happens in that I'm so you could say so, the same like, thing for society probably you could, and no, that's what—that's that definitely what it follows. Poked at. Um, I think that'd be an interesting way to go about it. Obviously, the, the the script and uh, the the style of movie is even though they're both horror movies, they're both still very very different. Um, but I I might I might watch that. You know, okay. I, might, yeah. I, I might I might I might check that out.
0: <laughs> so like a a, a a movie that's a bridge between the two movies.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sh- showing showing what happens over the 30 years between the setting of those two films, yeah. I think, would be kind of interesting. Okay. Cool, cool. All right, well, let's go ahead and rate this
0: thing so you all know hey, how hey, we do it. Hey, hey, hey,
1: you forgot. you forgot the bet. You, you got me. You got also I, Ian. Last but not least. All right. What you got? Okay. So, Edward, Edward Petorius. Side note, Petorius is named after... Uh, Dr. Frankenstein's uh mentor in the novel. Uh that's the name of Pretorius. It's right? very interesting. So Edward Edward Pretorius, uh he's in this this other realm. Uh we never get confirmation whether he actually lives or dies. Let's say his consciousness consciousness survives. He becomes this like otherworldly being and he decides, you know what? You know, maybe like I don't know 20 years after after the events of, of uh, from beyond he decides, you know what, I want to I'm going to try to go back to the real world. I want to be a real person. I want to be a real boy, a real human. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so, so he figures out in the other realm with his scientific mind, how to transfer his consciousness back into a body. But, but unfortunately something goes wrong. He comes back. He doesn't have any legs from, from like right below the knee down. He, he loses his legs. So he's, he's back here. He's Edward Pretorius and, and people, you know, he starts, uh, re, you know, seeing people that he knew in his former life, they're like, "Wait, you're back, Pretoria? Wait, what? But you're so much younger. You look so much better. What?" And he, and he he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to get in trouble for his former crime. So you know what? He goes ahead. Goes ahead. He changes his name. He changes his first name to Oscar. He changes his last name to uh Pistorius, right? Because he, he he wanted to keep the same kind of sound. Moves to <laughs> South Africa. Becomes. Uh, using a scientific yeah. mind, develops <laughs> running devices that lets uh, puts on his legs let him run faster than even people with with that had both their legs. This guy, this guy is breaking world records for speed, both their legs. And and, he, and and you know he's he's got these gold medals from the Olympics. He's he's uh he's on top of the world. He's got Nike sponsorships, but you know what he he really misses. The, the other dimension he wants to he wants to reconnect with it now that he's back in the real world he goes oh man i don't know i, I want my pineal gland to be hard again so <laughs> so so he so I he, he wouldn't so so he builds a new resonator resonator 2.0 okay now it can be in the same shape of the original resonator it can look very similar like like the dr frankenstein orb with the, the Tesla coils and shit or you know let's say let's call it a resonator guitar let's say he learns how to play the guitar it's a resonator guitar and, and he got the, the i don't know that that we could, we could sidestep the humbuckers we could put that on the maybe list but but either way he builds a, a new resonator and and he he turns it on it's in his apartment in his house wherever where he's living with his with his uh was his fiance at the time right and uh and the he turns on the machine he's experimenting and and, and then one day the machine goes haywire it turns on he can't turn it off the, the switch breaks okay you got all these demon creatures floating around his 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 place and he just he he, his resonator, by the way, was in the bathroom. He kicks, he kicks the door down to the bathroom, and just opens fire, ba 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 ba, kills most of the of the worms and all the shit that's that's in there, but also guns down his his fiance in the process.
2: <gasps> oh my! Uh,
1: oh And uh, and then it just turns into a biopic, you know, from from that point.
4: <laughs> so uh, the, Ni- the Nike. Uh... Logan, the slogan they were going to have was, like a bullet in a chamber.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, I know, I know. <laughs> Great I'm gonna, slogan. Yeah. No, no, I'm, but see, no I'm going to call this, there. this, this movie is going to be called From Beyond
2: 2, Blade Runner 3. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Just throw as many franchises together as you can into one. The Blade From Run. Beyond yeah. 2, colon, Blade Runner 3.
3: Also, Ian, I hate it, uh, but I would watch this.
2: Oh, I'd watch the hell out of that. Are you kidding? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, not, no, that'd be entertaining that. as fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, that, that's, that that's my thing. Let's let's, let's, get, let's get get on with the ratings. All right, uh, Ian, why, why don't you start us off with
0: the rating? How do you rate this? Uh, all
1: right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say this was a this is a really good you know uh, example of, of the body horror genre. Uh, yeah. It was a great, uh, a great way to bring the classic uh, early twentieth-century uh, tales of H.P. Lovecraft into the modern era of the '80s by uh, by incorporating sex as one of the main uh, main plot devices. Uh, you know, well, well, explain why I got this hard on, then. You know, um, mm-hmm. so I'm going to go ahead and say this is. Uh, I'm going to give this seven Roger Rockmore hard-ons out of (laughs) 10.
0: Sounds good. (laughs)
2: Roger
0: Rockmore. As for myself, I, um, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I, I, it was just what I thought it would be. I actually randomly discovered it, uh, on YouTube. Somebody did. I, I watched a lot of other review movies of cult films, uh, like, surprised or not. I don't know. Um, but, uh, and somebody did this movie, and I was like, man, this looks dope. And, and it, it was pretty cool. It, it was exactly what it looked like. So, uh, it I wasn't amazing. It was really good, but it wasn't amazing. So, I'll just leave it at that. I'll give it eight. Um, whatever Sloan has, eight of that. Uh, so, what? What, what do you
4: think? Yeah. Uh, you, you did this on another podcast before, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did. <laughs> so, I I definitely agree with what Ian said before. You know, it's a really great body horror movie, and it's definitely, you know, it's got Jeffrey Combs. It's classic reanimator nostalgia right there. You got Barbara and, Crampton, my friend. True. <laughs> and so, and I, 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 I'm 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 sorry i i, I was I, i'm i'm a man of of, of a one-and-done name situation on on this episode because <laughs> i don't have my information in front of me for everybody's name uh, but uh the way that the puppetry was done for all the uh the physical effects were, were done so so well especially with uh the Pretorious creature and uh you know got that dangly head that's going all over the place and yeah, his his face was puppeteered so very well, and uh, when it turns into uh, that centipede ant face thing and uh, starts biting yeah, heads yeah. off, that that was actually pretty rad. And uh, yeah, we we didn't talk as much about the the transmogrifications of the way that like the tendrils yeah. came out of and the body see, and that, stuff like that. I
0: really did enjoy it. that. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: he's yeah. just like I come in for a
0: kiss and
4: just like wraps. <laughs> uh three different tentacles to come as a hand and pulls her in so uh-huh and
0: then uh, when his like face splits apart and shit, and another mouth comes out of
4: it yeah there's so there's, there's the point dope. where they're so uh the only downside that I had uh Ian you had uh had to log out for a second or something while I was telling them about this uh about the only downside for uh the presentation is when uh there was no puppeteering or anything uh holding up the suit in any way when they're fighting each other in the same body and it's just like flopping around like a fish on a deck and some <laughs> something like that it was just it, it was kind of gross uh to my senses and so my pineal gland found it very negative and so uh with all that said uh well it's a wonderful movie very nostalgic and uh brings back folks from all all different uh you know classic movies and i i love it overall and i'm gonna go ahead and give it um, eight out of ten times that tilling cast ended up going in and out of consciousness eating brains
0: that's exactly what i give it
2: johnny <laughs> 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 what how about you <laughs> Well, you know, I've, I've, I've actually had a bit of a problem with the last couple of episodes I've done on this new show because on your old show, I had a separate scale, like a separate rating scale that I could use because yeah. all those movies were crap. And with a <laughs> lot of these ones, some of them are, but some of them actually, you know, they actually debuted in theaters and they had a budget and they sometimes have names attached or whatnot. Uh, so with this one... You did. Uh, you were here for
0: Swamp Zombies too.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was and here for
0: and, Vampire yeah. Motorcycle.
1: Can I? Can, yeah. I just, can, can I just say before you give your score, just one thing? And I want to. What, what are you talking
2: about? No, Santa, Santa, Santa Sangre was. I, I put that on just a normal scale. I didn't put that on. One oh, okay. it would be so bad, it's good. But the other two, I did. Sorry. Also, Ian, go ahead. <laughs> no, okay. This uh in Italy, this actually won the equivalent to the account, Italian
1: Academy Award. Uh, what best Whoa. picture? Yeah, yeah.
2: You're so, fucking no, with me. There's no way. Are you serious? He, Look it there, there's a chance it might <laughs> you be. You gotta be kidding. With you. I'm not fucking. There is, with you. There is I, a chance. I'm not fucking with you. No, I, I, I believe you.
1: I'm just <laughs> so it, it, it won awards it in Italy, Italy, which is where it was filmed. So it makes sense that it would have more of a, uh, uh an economic reason for them to push it there to market it there and, and whatnot. Also, Italy has a great history with the uh, horror films and. And, and oh yeah very, they do very very yeah, into it they uh, certainly so, do. so so yeah i mean you could say this was a flaw but it actually made pretty good money overseas yeah well,
0: that's,
2: that's good that's uh, good no, actually i, I don't that. think it I mean, grossed
0: anything though like what i read is that it grossed nothing
1: yeah i don't i don't i don't you, see I, I look deeper than just the imdb front page uh brother all right i look i look i look a little closer i get to the facts i call the directors i say stewart Stuart Gordon, how much did you how much did you make this movie for? You know it's he also me? Ian. Give me these. Answers. He's not even alive. Yeah. Stuart Gordon died. You know what he told me? I called his son. You know what he told me? So <laughs> quit calling <laughs> me. Probably something. <laughs> yeah. Something in saying, stop, Italian. Stop calling me and my dad made the movie for two point five mil. All right. damn Flat. So let's let's Damn. just stop. Let's just leave
2: it there. All uh, right. Man, I have now, no sorry, Johnny. I believe you. I'm giving you the floor. Sorry, my bad. My bad. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, so yeah, I mean, for something like this where it's it's already uh, it's it's body horror kind of a trash movie, I'll, I'll keep it on that normal scale. Um, I I would I would probably I would probably give it. We're ready for how much plants. you enjoyed it, like your enjoyment. Yeah, but you know you know me like that. I I, I like to add every different variable into there as much as i could yeah from entertainment value yeah i'd give it you know seven times that my penis went flaccid you know uh for (laughs) sure uh no um yeah i mean my biggest problem with a lot of films like this and ian you know we talk about this all the time uh is there's not a lot of you don't understand motives for why things happen sometimes. So like there's in any script, there's glaring plot holes. I understand that. Um, but for something like this, you know, there's uh, why did this one, you know, the one psychiatrist, she believed them, but the, the hospital let her take him out anyways, but they didn't bring more security. They just brought the one, uh, the, the one larger, uh, well, what was the, it was the guy, guy from uh, 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 Roger Rockmore. Yeah, but, okay. Rockmore. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Who 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 in the movie yeah, played Buford
1: Brown, played Bubba Buford Brown, but but yeah. I always know him as Roger Roger hey, uh,
0: It's the it's the guy from uh, fucking Dawn of the Dead. I mean, what more yeah. do you need than that?
2: Yeah, the guy from Keenan yeah. Hell, dude. He what just, more do just you just just need him by himself in the movie for two hours. Yeah. Like I would watch. He that. kicked yeah.
0: ass in Dawn dude. of the Dead, dude. So. I would yeah. love to
2: see. I would love to see a <laughs> spinoff of, of like his character, but
1: but for prequel, like and 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 his like, dude, that could be a great TV show, Buford Brown. Just like on the run, you know. How about how about when he when he first meets? I'm sorry to go off on Buford. How about when he first meets uh, <laughs> the crazy guy? And he says, "Oh yeah, I used to be in the NFL. We had a lot of crazy guys <laughs> back then." Just random you know as what? fuck. <laughs> no, no, that was a retconned uh, CTE joke. <laughs> you know? Oh, was like, it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you know, you you meet an axe murder, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Thirty years before uh, Aaron Hernandez happens. You, you end up with the, uh, you end up with the guy saying football players are crazy. I wonder why <laughs> yeah, hmm. CTE
2: much concussion. Yeah. Uh, Will Smith a, taught me, right. I, I mean, there's, there, there, there's obviously going to be glaring plot holes in it, but we're putting it on the scale of a movie. So bad. It's good kind of thing. And yeah, I mean, it was entertaining. I didn't, I didn't mind watching it. Um, I think I would prefer to watch it with other people because this is one of those movies where yeah. you have to make fun of it throughout the, the, the entirety of the actual uh, film. Um but you know you you look at the you we always talk about the cinematic checklist and stuff and yeah the color palette on it was very well done uh i thought the i thought the makeup and effects honestly were on the level of i said it earlier the same level as, yeah. as the thing yeah no, aliens, they did a great job on Fly. It yeah. yeah it was i i love that part um it was it was entertaining enough um would i watch it sober and by myself again No, uh if -hmm. you guys wanted to come over and and hang out and we just fuck around watch some bad movies yeah i'd absolutely watch it again
0: um yeah yeah, invite us over all right you hear that again the the cold and trash movie horror movie grind group is going to johnny's place
2: going to south austin baby here we go pack it up yep they're coming in from all over the country uh yeah i you know uh the score was fine the acting was actually was actually surprisingly well done i i was i was a little i mean how how good do you really need to be in a in a in a film of this caliber but it was it was still good yeah i i didn't like most of the movies that we review for your show uh i did not regret watching it i didn't regret i didn't feel like i wasted my time so well that's good what's your number no uh did you say oh, i said already? seven Eight. no i said seven, seven. out of
1: ten Seven, Seven times
0: my dick went flat. Uh, yeah. Oh, there we go. There we yeah. go. Okay. And uh, then we got we got
3: Daniel. Well, I'm gonna keep mine short. Um, I've got a a, a very hard to come to number of uh 6.5 out of 10 portions of deliciously but inexplicably home cooked meals that Bubba made for everybody.
1: Yo, those biscuits and gravy though. House.
3: Those yeah. biscuits. Where did he get them? How did he make those? He like just this made big? them. Yeah, I don't know, but <laughs> he ate like most of that meal, so I'm giving him his six point five out of ten uh, portions. And um, I'm doing that very specifically because I, I don't think I would rewatch this movie with somebody because I don't think it has enough of a plot, even for a Lovecraftian horror no. film, to to warrant a rewatch. I, I just I saw it. I liked the. I love the effects. That gave it a lot more points, but it falls very flat like Mm. the the sex thing got overplayed in the first third of it like once once they had the girl go back and turn on the machine a second time it was over for me like it was just it was done i got it i got the point uh yeah it just went over and over and over and they had so many even though they're fun they had so many inexplicable (laughs) scenes and inexplicable character actions and people the the head nurse at um at the asylum, choosing to baby a guy who's eating brains off of the floor, which why they store their important stuff on the floor <laughs> is beyond me, but they went ahead and stored brains a jar on a floor. And she's like, oh, no, 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 baby. It's okay. We're going to take care of you. Meanwhile, like, oh, you? Well, she was probably afraid like that, he her, no, no, that he attacked her, which he did. That's all, no, 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 no. I didn't see that in her tone of voice said. or anything. She didn't look shocked. She didn't do it. Any- so... If you want to call out character acting, you can, but I think it's poor script writing. I think she's no, 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 decided no.
1: to make her that way. I have to disagree with you with a big finger wag on this one. Because Dr. Bach in that situation, she is uh she is showing her, her true motivations, <laughs> her intentions, which is which is a vengeance, which is a retribution against Barbara Crompton's character. Right? Like she 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 doesn't like Barbara Crompton at all. She says she's evil, she doesn't like her experiments, the way that, that she oh, operates as a beginning. psychiatrist. From the very beginning she makes that clear. So she so she sees uh Dr. Chillingsworth, whatever his name is, as as a victim. So she's she's always gonna look at him like, oh no, you you're ba- poor baby. Like I see that there's there's definite reason for that that piece of the of the script right there, in mm-hmm. my opinion, you know, from what I saw. Okay, but I don't. I don't mean to shit on you, man. I don't mean. I don't. I feel bad. (laughs) No, it's good. No, but that's that's why I can't give it that much. Like it would be middle of the
3: road for me, but those special effects were awesome, and it's fun, Mm. and it's the eighties, and I like a lot
1: of the stuff they do with theming in the eighties. So,
3: yeah, Yeah. that's That's the
1: rewatch right there. One thing that we didn't talk about, and I know we're getting to the end and we're stretching it out, but uh, the actor Bunny Summers appears in this in this film. She plays the neighbor, uh, who has a dog. Also, oh yeah. Right, dude. The one Daniel texted
0: me. Daniel texted me. It was like, Where did they find this lady? Was, That's who you're talking about, right?
1: Hey, no, no, dude. no. She she is a mainstay of, of television as far as just little bit parts, background roles. She was actually in one of my favorite episodes of Seinfeld, The Muffin Tops. As, I, had to I, up, oh. yeah. I had to look it up. Yeah, yeah. See, and, and she was in an episode really? of Norm. Yeah, she's just she a horrible in- little weird old lady. I love her. Yeah, she was. She was in She always plays the weird old lady. She was in an episode of Norm starring Norm Macdonald. His short lived, you know, rest in peace. His short lived. Oh yeah, I, I remember series. that right. Yeah, yeah. She, she she played she played large woman in Norm. <laughs> that was her. <laughs> <one thing. laughs> that was her title. And 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 in Seinfeld she was writer with like three other writers. I don't. I, I got to go back and watch it. I I didn't, oh. I didn't see. But uh, so
0: we so obviously we need a uh, a movie about her. And her dog. Yeah,
1: well oh yeah. We need yeah, yourself. we need a uh we, well, we could we could dive deep into the bunny summers verse, you know, and kind of <laughs> kind of see her character and how they've evolved throughout the years from television to the big screen. Yeah. Um, I like like
0: what what movie that shows her adventures and like what at, you know, in the eighties she's just like, damn, that neighbor keeps flicking their lights. Police mm-hmm. go arrest them. And um and then, the original- and then she moves to New York to get away from it all. And then <laughs> she runs into bro.
1: Seinfeld. <laughs> exactly. And she, says, and she says, Worse. Why does it this muffin Eldrick- has a bottom?
3: <laughs> Elder exactly. Scores versus Seinfeld. Definitely Seinfeld's going to end up being the more annoying neighbor.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, shoot, yeah. I'd move into that apartment. I'll tell you what. Also, Jeffrey Combs, a uh, minor note, had a minor role in Fear.com, one of my favorite movies. Uh, really? From- from my young younger years, like oh horror movie that you see on HBO that when you're like twelve. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know when you're, and it was it was very early. It was very early as far as I remember when that came out. It scary, you know. It was like, <laughs> oh, dark wasn't web. it
0: just like I I didn't see it, but it, wasn't it like just like the rain, but with a website.
1: No, and it was like kill videos. It was like uh, those, those murder rooms online, and like somebody had a murder room, and the guy was trying to – the detective was trying to find the murder room, and um, oh, okay. Jeffrey that's Jeffrey stupid. Combs plays one of the guys that gets murdered online live stream, you know? And this is 2002 or something, like, so it's pretty early yeah. for that kind of shit.
0: Because uh, that, that's when you the know, internet was all the rage. And, but I mean, yeah. in
1: order to live stream that kind of thing, this is like pre-YouTube. You had to like have your own T9 network fucking drilled underneath your house. To get that kind um, of network connection to, to broadcast kill videos, you know what I mean? Like it was almost yeah. it was almost one of those situations where like the 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 movie magic predated the actual technology. Uh, yeah, that, they uh, got fiber ahead of
4: time. They, they must have had a a, a, a what. Well, what the hell? I've been saying they, the word all day. What, what is this movie about? The the machine.
1: <laughs> they must have a. Uh, uh, oh, you mean the thing that you put on the end of a bong so that the the weed doesn't pull through. Not yeah, a the resonator. Bad. Come on, right. we haven't talked about that yet. It's it's a resonator. Oh, they it yeah, a resonator? no, the, the
4: resonator caused the time time. Uh, Prevent the resin uh, from getting in the bong. Time and space ended up allowing their uh, their property was able to have Google Fiber
1: ahead of time. Right. Right. Let, let's 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 just leave out the fact that that there was no mention of a resonator in the original short story. They just decided that was a good name for a machine that right. that let you see demons. These fucking drug addicts who made this goddamn movie. <laughs> yeah, for
0: real. Yeah. All all this movie is is just kink shaming and drug shaming, and mm. uh, it's just mm. like I I think that Reagan produced this movie. Right? You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I I read something about that. Ronald Reagan
1: produced (laughs) this movie. You know, yeah, I heard. I heard Barbara Crompton's role was actually based on Nancy Reagan in her early days on the lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, I I read read that too. Wasn't that MGM? Wasn't that the same the same uh, production company that made this movie? MGM bringing it back. Nancy Reagan. MGM.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it was all about. uh, Yeah, exactly. And um, I I think that the name of the of the psychiatric hospital was called Dare. Was it? Yeah, it was. Go back and I, watch I it.
1: I'll go back and I'll, go, I'll check it out. It's Dare, drug. Yeah. Uh, which, which D- everyone knows stands D. O- 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 A. O- A-, o- A- o- R. O- e. O- e- o- o-
0: yeah. And in 1986,
1: everybody knows that stands for Drugs Are Really Excellent. Absolutely.
4: <laughs> right. So, uh, so what the what the down to all the all the special uh, side items about the movie. So. Turns out that uh, that bondage uniform that uh, Barbara Crampton was sold wearing, at
1: a yard sale.
4: Yeah, at a yard and, sale. Yeah, uh, we,
1: yeah. I'm surprised we we haven't. Mentioned. I'm not okay we, with that. There's we, a lot of. We, were, little, we could go on for days, dude. Honestly, we that, were also that, yeah, talking about
4: the uh, the differences between like all all the items that were cut out of the movie. Uh, so uh, there there was more of like an NC-17 before it was brought down to R. What and was it? So, tell me,
1: tell me the quote. What was the quote the NBA said uh, when they first saw the first cut of the movie? Do you see this? Do you know this?
4: Uh, I didn't. I didn't see the physical quote, it's, but it's uh, ten
1: ten times too much of everything. I that's hear what that. The, <laughs> that's that what is, they said. Uh, when they saw the first cut of the
4: things yeah. that were taken out. So Catherine being molested by or uh, molested a few seconds longer by Pretorius. Dr. Uh, Crawford long- 14 breast. seconds longer scene? to remove the pineal gland from yeah. Crawford's forehead, like ripping it off and stuff like that. Uh, really cool. Longer scene of Crawford eating brains in the morgue. Uh, additional footage of Crawford sucking out Dr. Block's eye and spitting it onto the floor before sucking at the eye socket. The ambulance driver's head was actually blown three times against the ground instead of just one. And then... Uh, a brief shot of blood graphically spurting as Catherine bites off cry, uh, Crawford's pineal hump. But so, yeah, yeah they... so 10 seconds of editing was taken out of Catherine's breast being molested by monstrous uh, Pretorius.
1: But see, they, they didn't get rid of any of the scenes except for the nail uh, through the tongue at the very mm-hmm. beginning. <laughs> what the... Uh,
0: the fuck is that?
1: Don't Everybody, you it's it's sloan everybody on except for sloan
0: it's yeah uh, yeah, sloan.
1: yeah it's it, it's you dude
0: that, yeah that was weird
1: but uh but yeah no no what you were saying though uh it it definitely it, wait what were you talking about a second ago what was he talking about before, before we got fucking <laughs> ear fucked? <laughs> we got ear fucked and i felt like i was in the fucking third dimension looking at uh vagina worms trying to bite my neck off um yeah, uh, no. What, what what we were talking about? Uh, oh yeah, he was saying all the, all the scenes that got pulled out, right? So yeah. they were so smart with it. They never took uh, a full scene out, except for the the hammer through the tongue. They they took like bits and pieces of all the scenes to make it like, all right, well, he's not mo- molesting her for twenty seconds. He's only molesting her for ten seconds now, which is like a great strategy, right? Like show them the worst possible thing you can you can show them, and then reel it back a little bit to be to get to where you want to be, right? Oh, that was pretty uh pretty cool. Um all right, well, I guess it's just you and me, Johnny, that we can talk right now <laughs> cuz we got yeah. some
2: we can't hear you Sloan. He can hear yeah. us. Yeah, we can we can still hear the 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 buzzing. Yeah, you the static you, yeah.
1: Go ahead, go ahead and mute yourself again, Sloan, until you so we, uh, yeah, there we go. All right, we figure out what's going down. Sounds, <laughs> sounds like going to a Pantera concert. Nothing but white noise. Whoa! Damn, hey, up. hey! Up. Phil Anselmo, <laughs> what you doing out there, boy? What's yeah. good? No, um, but here, one thing I, one thing I really wanted to get to, though. Um, so, so we all know from Beyond's based on the short story we talked about this, uh, written by H.P. Lovecraft. All right. Now, which what you may not know, and what I know, uh, at least one of y'all knows, um. There was a there was a book on tape of uh of, of from beyond uh and it was narrated by Mike Benedetti. Okay? Actually, I
0: think I think Sloan mentioned that he that was Sloan, okay, yeah, thanks Sloan. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So 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 you mentioned you listened to it on tape by Mike Benedetti. Now now you may know Mike Benedetti. He played uh Ian on Baywatch. Ian, hey, hey, what's uh... good? So so but he also played uh Anthony Mac McCann in twenty on twenty one jump jump street, opposite who? Opposite who Ooh. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp appeared in Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare.
0: Uh,
1: now... Very sweet. This is the uh, first time...
0: These over here trying to try and do
1: sign language. <laughs> this is the first time I'm going to do this. Every time I'm on this show from now on, I will trace the movie that we're talking about back to Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Because... It, it's literally it's the Kevin Bacon of movies. You can trace yeah. any movie. Well, you
0: know. did it last week when when we did. I said from uh, now
1: on, Ian, let, pay attention, keep up. All right, all right, all right. okay. Next time, on ha- its own. Next time I have, have you on, we'll we'll see what's up. Let your pineal gland grow a little bit, dude, and maybe you'll understand what I'm saying. I can't. Yeah. I
0: don't. I don't do enough DMT to allow that.
1: Hey, look, it's all floppy. <laughs> 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 floppy. Well,
0: anyway, uh, <laughs> I th- I think. We're, we're out of time. We're exactly an hour 30. So thanks to you all for joining. Thanks, Ian, for coming back. Thanks, Johnny, for coming back. Thanks, Sloane
1: and Daniel. And all of... <laughs> shh. Sh- well, Johnny's now, Heard now, that? Slo- Sloane, you're now a, a one-man <laughs> noise man. you do this purpose now. Burn that shit off, right. dude. <laughs>
2: and you're
0: fired. And uh, before we leave, we got to do a little clip from from next week's episode which is right here
2: what are you doing douchebag
4: enough already you could stop
2: Would you cut it out Pete hey.
1: <laughs> Is this an episode of Pete and Pete? Yes. I've seen right. this one. <laughs> How did you guess? Yeah, that, that's uh, the, the strongest man in the world, right? <laughs> Sloan said, Sloan is like Kenny now. He just, he just said, Yeah, dude. I'm going to translate for Sloan. Come on, come on everybody. Come on, everybody. Come on motherfucking fix the
0: fucking car fix the fucking car. I like how this guy's such an asshole. He's just like the guy's trying to fix the car for him. What you doing up there, Vinny?
1: What you
2: doing up there, Vinny? Is, is
1: that a is that a young Timothy Shallow? Who's that? Woo! Let's go!
2: Let's go!
1: that zoom so you couldn't see the actual slice. <laughs> I'm like, no, we can't afford that latex. Uh,
0: yeah, so that would be uh, Friday the 13th, part <laughs> five. Uh,
2: are you, you guys are roommates? I didn't know that.
3: Yeah. Oh, uh, wait,
2: what? Oh, shit. <laughs> I, where do you come from?
3: Been here the whole time, Ian. Been here the whole wait, time. Wait, wait,
1: wait. Are you guys, wait, do you, is there a curtain in the room you're in that looks kind of like this curtain here?
3: No, we turned on the resonator. You can now <laughs> see us both at the same time instead of in different realms.
1: your just Find a different mic or something. Off, I think, that's, so I I think that. that's what it is. You gotta find a different, use your, well unmute yourself, let's see. But, uh, so, uh, just show your feelings through your emotions. No, still nope. No, That's it. Don't, don't put that on. Nope. Dude, you're
0: ruining this podcast.
1: We <laughs> got two hours in without a fuck up. That's good.
0: Yeah, uh, but did y'all <laughs> notice that me and him we, we switched rooms like three times, four times?
2: Well, y- y- you I said, noticed like... you switch rooms. Yeah, I'm paying attention to Daniel. I don't, Wait, know. I think don't know. I, I, I don't pay to You guys I
3: can't tell exactly if someone noticed anything. He's doing Hulk Hogan signs now. I don't know what that means. <laughs> he might be trying to power up for his ultimate move. I'm not sure. But,
0: uh, yeah, no, Daniel's in town for uh, New Year's. So, yeah, so he was in my usual podcast room. I was out here, and then we switched a couple times. And I I uh, refuse to believe that you all
1: noticed. Yeah, I, did. I didn't notice. <laughs> but, uh, speaking, of, speaking of New Year's, I need some new beers. Hey Joe, come bring me a beer. All uh,
0: right. Well, we're we're gonna end this podcast. Now. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks everybody for joining uh, this episode of Cult Trash Horror Movie Grind. Next, tune in next week for Friday Thirteenth, Part Five. And thank you all. And take it easy.